Talking with T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage its listeners with trending news, hot topics, current events, real issues, interesting interviews, new music, and much more. We're back once again, so let's begin the show designed with you in mind. This is Tanisha Baker, your host with the most of trending news, hot topics, interesting interviews, new music, and more. We slay what we say and our words aren't blurred because we keep it real and true while we do what we do. We are happy you've decided to tune in to Talking With T. Happy holidays from our sponsor, Robert Mentor, and his award-winning talk show, What's Going On? The longest running show on CTV with Ray Brown on camera and featuring yours truly as his co-host. What's Going On currently airs each Sunday at 2 p.m., but the time will change to Sundays at noon starting January 1st. You can check out the show on local channel 12 and for more ways to watch, visit TalkingWithT.com where you can also see past episodes. Become a sponsor or advertise on the show. Let us help you reach more people and promote your brand, service, or product. It's December 7th and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, basketball player Larry Bird and football player Terrell Owens. December is National Human Rights Month. Spiritual Literacy Month, and National Drunk and Drug Driving Prevention Month. December is also National AIDS Awareness Month. Approximately 1.1 million people in the U.S. are living with HIV today. About 15% of them, one in seven, are unaware they are infected. If you or someone you love may be at risk for any reason, get tested. HIV is not a death sentence. Early detection is critical. Today on the national calendar is National Miners Day and National Pawn Brokers Day. The theme this month is Dump It in December. We are encouraged to get rid of anything demeaning, damaging, deflating, dissenting, depressing, and or disastrous that keeps you feeling helpless and hopeless. It is time for healing. Get ready for progress and movement. Toss out the toxic, trash the terrible, Cast out the crap, discard the dreadful, rip out the rotten, slash the sorry. And as Professor Jay would say, throw it all away and burn the dumpster you throw it in. What is coming is better than what is gone. Be like a tree and let the dead leaves drop. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. We want to congratulate Artist Stevens for being named as the new president and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters of America. It is the first time an African-American male has held this position. If any of you have watched the series For Life about a prisoner turned lawyer inspired by the real life story of Isaac Wright Jr., then here's some tea. Isaac Wright Jr. has announced his plan to run for New York City mayor. A South Texas high school football player was charged with assault after rushing from the sideline and knocking a referee to the ground during a game. The school district says it has removed the Edinburgh High School football team from the playoffs as a result of the assault. That was definitely poor judgment. Refs don't wear protective gear as the players do, and although the ref did sustain some injuries, it could have been much worse. Student loan repayment pause has been extended through the end of January as we are eager to learn 
of additional measures to ease the financial hardships caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. But we know who isn't suffering a financial hardship as ESPN reported that LeBron James agreed to a two-year $85 million extension with the Lakers. Kentucky's nine-member Prosecutors Advisory Council voted unanimously Friday to decline a request for a new prosecutor to review the fatal police shooting of Breonna Taylor. Now, something isn't quite right here, because we have all seen recent developments, interviews, jurors speaking out about their request to see all the evidence being denied, descriptions of what happened that awful night. The boyfriend was released with no charges. Breonna Taylor's family received a $12 million settlement. And you mean to tell me not one person on that council thought there should be a new prosecutor or a chance for justice for Breonna? I'm not buying it. Her mother just wants a chance at a new trial. And even two anonymous grand jurors in the case supported that request. Now, we know nothing is guaranteed. All they're asking for is a new prosecutor and a new chance to review the evidence. If they are so confident that they did the right thing by they, I'm talking about the police officers that went in on that night. What could it hurt to give this family some peace and settle the unrest caused by her death through questionable circumstances? I would love to get your input or insight. So call the talk line 865-409-1170. Make a comment on our website or hit us up on social media. Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM, just the best every day. All right, listeners, it's now time for Trending News, and today I'm so excited to have none other than our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam the know-it-all Professor Jay and Tip and Tarika as we review trending news. And every week we talk about COVID-19. Why? Because it's been trending in the news for almost a year. They say vaccines are on the way, and here's what we've read about them. The first shipments will be for frontline medical workers, and there currently isn't even enough for them because if you think about it, California would need to vaccinate 2.4 million healthcare workers first. So it's going to be a while before everybody has access. The prediction they have right now is between April and June of 2021. So we still have to keep in mind that the vaccines are not a magic bullet, but they will relieve us from some of the severity in which we've been hit by COVID. Now, my man, Dr. Fauci, said that it would take at least 75 to 80 percent of the country to get the vaccine in order to slowly approach some normalcy as we've known it, by next fall. So for one, that's almost a year away. And number two, you got people out here saying they aren't going to get the vaccine. Now, I'm not saying I'm going to be first in line, may not be in round one, but I do believe in the intelligence of the scientists and the doctors over my own. And I'm going to trust because they've come together with pretty much a unified message that we need to take it. I did read, though, half of the New York City firefighters say they're not going to get the vaccine. So what do y'all think about getting it, and where are we with this now? (laughs) I have uh, heard medical professionals say that uh, even they're hesitant about about taking the vaccine. Uh, Mm -hmm. I am like you, Tanisha. I'm not going to be the first in line. 
largely because of the swiftness with which it was developed. I'm not sure that it has had time to be properly vetted. Um, interestingly enough, Russia is rolling out their vaccine uh, even as we speak to uh, to people over there on their side of the world, and I don't know uh, if anybody wants to try to put anything together to make a conspiracy theory out of it, especially given the fact that uh, the current inhabitant of the White House, but not for too much longer, and this virus and his involvement with Russia all seem to manage to happen at the same time, but that's a whole other conversation for another day. But back to what you asked. Um, like I said, I'm not, you know, breaking my neck to go get it. I will say that those of you, those of our listeners who are going to take it, uh, research has said that you must take it in two doses. And let's just be consistent if we're going to take it. If you take the first mm. dose, go back and get the second to ensure that you're covered because we know that the vaccines are not necessarily a cure-all, but it can certainly be helpful in cutting down on the spread. Okay. Sam? Yeah, and I'm with both of you. I won't be in the first group of people getting it, but, and I'm kind of on the fence because of how fast it came up, came about. Mm-hmm. Have people out here, I was just reading on Twitter earlier, where these people have set up these COVID cups, which means that when they're positive, they go around and deliberately spread it to other people, um, which is crazy. And I'm thinking, even with mm-hmm. the vaccine, still doing this and people still aren't wearing masks and staying in somewhere and practice social distancing, it's going to, it's going to be none of it. I mean, how is it possibly going to work when people are still being so careless out here? Mm. Yeah. Well, Pam, I guess it's a fool in every situation because I cannot believe I just heard you say that there are these kinds of pockets of nuts out here that intentionally are spreading it. Now, I have been pleasantly surprised with Operation, with this Operation Warp Speed or whatever. I mean, I'm kind of impressed with um, how fast it's come about. Again, I'm with you all. I'm not going to be first in line, but I'm going to kind of sit back and watch, you know, what what happens with everybody else. But I am just really taken back with these people who get these ideas of how to continue to hurt people and do ridiculous things. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Right. And there also have been questions as to whether the public will be mandated to get the vaccine. And from what I read, employers and states may require it, but there likely won't be a mandate from the federal government. So for now, Mm -hmm. we need to keep wearing masks, practicing good and consistent hygiene, and social distancing. We know it's not ideal. It's not pleasant. But it is what it is. And I keep thinking just three things that have saved thousands of lives. Wearing a mask, washing your hands, and, of course, the biggest, social distancing. 
And we can't just keep sitting by and accepting the number of people dying, families grieving, businesses having to shut down. Because make no mistake about it, had we come together and followed the advice of the CDC and the experts by now, the spread would have slowed down as it has in other countries. And I understand Biden is encouraging all Americans to wear a face mask for 100 days after he's inaugurated. Hmm. Well, good luck with that, with these people. Well, I'm hoping that given the zeal that's in our country around the change in administration, that uh, the country will follow through with that request. I mean, 100 days, that's a little over three months, and I understand that we're all experiencing COVID fatigue, um, but we've been masked up now since March for most of us. Mm -hmm. And I know, uh, Tanisha, uh, you and I, we a lot of times make our masks an important fashion accessory. So, you know, you have to find find ways to to make things work for you. Right. As we say, we make it do what it do. <laughs> make it do what it do. And I've gotten so used to wearing masks, I wear it in the car when I'm alone. I am one of those. Now, back in June, I used to see people at the red light with them and think, what are they doing? But I find myself wearing it with no one in the car but me now. I've gotten so used to wearing it, I'm, I feel naked without it. And, you know, it, it keeps my face warm. Uh, and the, for the most part, the ones that I have are fairly comfortable. So sometimes I, I can just wear it all day, not realizing that, you know, I'm here by myself or, you know, I don't need it in my office by myself. But I'm just, I guess, getting used to it. Yeah, it's definitely the norm now. Yeah, it should be anyway. And... I think I'm more used to it than I was. I still generally can't wait to get in my car, get in my own space sometimes to take it off. But again, Tarika, sometimes I forget too when I look up and I'm like, why am I sitting here by myself with this mask on? So, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But I also think about the fact that it could save lives. By this point, we all know a family that's been affected by COVID. And that alone makes me want to do what I can and it's all still a mess you know but we may have a light at the end of the tunnel and we got to keep in mind that so many areas are still experiencing record numbers of cases and sadly record numbers of deaths and I can't stress enough that we have to continue to be sensible and safe. Chicago mayor Mm -hmm. says there is a reluctance about the vaccine in the black community and I'm like here we go because CDC's new numbers show black people and other people of color are dying at higher rates than even previously recorded. You know, everybody has to make a decision that's best for them. But I'm kind of thinking back to what Pam said, how will it work if you have so many people that don't believe in it? If we have people after all of this who still won't wear a mask, then you're right. They may not get the vaccine. And I was at a place today, and I'm trying to decide if I'm going to call them out or not, but not one employee had a mask on. So I was pretty much like, you know, I think dump it in December. Yeah, y'all can have that. We're going to throw it all away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
So you're still going to have people like this couple I read about in the New York Times. They tested positive for COVID. They were told to isolate. Yet what did they do? They got right on the plane going to Hawaii. And then what happened? They got caught mm. and charged with reckless endangerment. So I'm wondering if you test positive, does your name go on some sort of list? So you're flagged if you try to travel or you're in some public space where your name is required? Because how did they know? You know what I mean? So they must have some kind of system in place. And then there was this mansion party in Long Island where somebody rented an Airbnb. They had 400 people in their party. Wow. That's almost as bad as what you mentioned. What was that y'all had in Memphis last week, Jay? The the all-black affair. Right, right. Interestingly enough, the club where the all black affair is closed, the all black affair was held, is closed until December 17th. And mm-hmm. local health officials are calling, uh, for the party's promoter to answer for his actions. And he said that precautions were taken and that the pictures that popped up on social media were not an accurate depiction of the measures, the safety measures that were taken at that particular event. Although it looks like to me, you know, from the pictures that I saw, everybody ain't lying. Well, they say pictures say a thousand words. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, clearly, if you got hundreds of people, you got hundreds of people. I don't care what kind of safety measures you say you put in place. Indeed. Well, they were definitely there. And as far as them knowing that those people, you know, had got on the plane. You know, some states have the trackers. I know Tennessee doesn't have it yet, but a lot of states have the trackers. I still feel like I'm in the twilight zone a little bit. Like, 2020 has really been a doozy. It's it's one for the history books. Have, have you all thought back to, sometimes I find myself creeping back to thinking about 2019, 2018 at this time in December, just even before COVID of how carefree we were, you know, mm-hmm. it's just like you never would have thought this. Um, and it wasn't that long ago because what you say, we haven't been in this thing, but uh, almost a year now. Right. So I kind of go back and just kind of yearn for those days. You know, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of things just like the kids who, miss the graduation that is in the traditional mm-hmm. format. You got kids who are missing Santa Claus and miss trick-or-treating, and you got people who aren't able to mourn their loved ones and be with mm-hmm. them. I mean, it's a lot different. It's a lot. It's, and yeah. it's been so fast. You know, right. we didn't get a chance to kind of go with it. We It's just quick. You know, we had to make a hard left turn. Well, some of us did. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So we counting down to the inauguration. While Trump is still claiming voter fraud and he's trying to get Georgia's governor to overturn the win, at some point we just got to let it go. I don't know why he's still clowning over the election. He's encouraging this circus to continue. He went to that rally or he had the rally in Georgia. Well, he held fast to his claim of voter fraud, but he was also telling Georgia voters that they need to vote in January to make sure Republicans have control of the Senate. And I didn't know this. If they lose their two seats to Democrats, then the Senate will be 50-50. It'll be split. And then Vice President Kamala Harris gets to cast a tie-breaking vote. So 
So I see why there's a lot of attention now on Georgia as they uh, start voting for these last two Senate seats. The current inhabitant of the White House said that the speech that he gave in Georgia was perhaps the most important speech that he gave in his whole life. What? <sighs> That's what he said. Oh, my goodness. He just, the things he says, I don't even know that it's real sometimes. It seems like it's, like we've all been pumped. Like, when is that <laughs> going to jump out? Because this can't be real life. The things he tweets about people and, mm-hmm. and he gets on there and he's, you know, name-calling people, it, it just blows my mind sometimes. He, he really is not going to concede. He has yet to say that he lost. I don't think he ever will say it. And just the thought of what you said to me, about the clown in the circus, I mean, that is just the buzzword. Anytime uh, you mention his name or just the thought of what he's doing, and I will be really surprised if he leaves that White House without really doing some craziness. I mean, not saying that he hasn't already, but I just, I'm just holding my breath until that time because he always has an extra trick or some foolery up his sleeve. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be uneventful. So what he needs to be trying to do, and I think he's trying to scheme up a plan to pardon himself because he's been protected as he's been the president. But pretty soon, all of those pending lawsuits and allegations and criminal charges, they'll have fair game. So I know there's one reason he didn't want to lose, because he didn't want to face all of that. But, hey, we already said we can call two men in the truck, have a yard sale or whatever we need to do. He'll get out of there. Now, he might not go willingly, but they'll get him out of there. And we'll sit back with our popcorn, watch the show. <sighs> Long sigh. Yes. Right. Yes. Jay, you've had four years of long sighs. I'm, I'm looking forward to you being able to breathe again normally on pace. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say these four years have been exhausting. And then to cap it off with the COVID. Oh, and let's not forget the civil unrest and the protests and the riots and the the state of the country as it is. It's so much going on at one time. You know, a lot of people are going through anxiety and trauma, and we already had mental health issues that weren't being addressed. It's going to be some after effects of this long after whatever happens with the vaccine, if they find a cure or whatever. We're just holding on. We're just going to do the best we can and hold on. And I encourage people to check on each other, you know, be supportive. Don't be up in my face now. I want you to stay your six feet. But we're going to try to be supportive. Before we go, I got the question. This is totally off the subject, what we've been talking about. But I just want to know, did y'all know people still going crazy over uh, these patty pies? And... Walmart reported that they sold 1,500 of her pies per hour during Thanksgiving. And then I saw on BT, which made me talk about it, that she's selling 36,000 pies a day. Now, I still haven't had one. But are they that good? No. No. Okay. So you had one and you say no. And I'm not even the biggest sweet potato pie eater. So Mm -hmm. when I had it, you know, I tried it on the premise of let me see what the hype is about. 
As right. a matter of fact, I think I think I had one uh the year that everybody was buying them and we were able to snag one for our, our family Thanksgiving dinner. So I tasted it to see, you know, if it was just really all that great, grand and wonderful. And admittedly, like I said, I'm not the biggest fan of sweet potato pie, but it was nothing to write home about. So you telling me don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't that good to me either. But for people that, you know, don't know how to cook them or don't have anyone to cook them for them, oh, okay. I can see them getting that. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's a lot of people of a lot of complexion that thinks that those pies are just like <laughs> bread. But they ain't had Big Mama's, though. What? I almost overdosed on sweet potato pie during Thanksgiving. Lord, have all the mercy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't no patty pie, like you said. It was one of those real, real pies. Mm-hmm. We got to celebrate. We got a celebration today. This is Jay's five-year anniversary on Talking with T. Can't believe it's been that long. We're still going strong. Jay. It certainly doesn't feel like it's been that long. I, it's hard for me to think that. I mean, we have so much fun together, and it's so routine, you know, just engaging with each other, engaging with our audience and our listeners. We want to thank you as well as we prepare to wrap up 2020 and head into 2021. We uh, never take you for granted and your support. So that's going to have to be it for this bit. And I'm hoping that I have all three of you on next week, and I can't wait to hear what you have to say. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. And I'm not going to tip around it. All right. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but be reminded you can call in with your thoughts or opinions to our talk line. That's 865-409-1170. You can also leave comments on TalkingWithTea.com. Share stories or spill some tea. In the meantime and in between time, engage with us on social media and subscribe to Talking With Tea Daily, our online newspaper for your daily scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With Tea, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With Tea. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, tea will end with a quote. When you make peace with your past, you can move forward toward your future. Remember where you heard the word. Keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.